0: Welcome to the Gate 7 International Podcast, your official English source for all things Olympiakos FC and Greek football.
1: The first day of training is when I realized, oh, this is why they win the league every year.
0: When I, I spoke with Kevin, if i going to sign or no for Olympiakos you a really good deal, like my friend. I can't speak,
1: I'm sure? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: all the <of> malakas! I love you so much, guys. we Oh, man.
1: Welcome to another episode of Gate 7 International. I'm Costa. I'm joined by co host Labros Irmos in Brussels now. Friendlies are over, guys. Preseason's over. The real games are about to begin. Shit's about to get real serious in a week's time. 20th of July is when they said the team's going to be ready. 20th of July is now nine days away. We've just finished watching the last friendly. Of preseason it ended in a 2 1 defeat from Aris away from home. Um, we're here again. We didn't do a live yesterday, we're back due to popular demands. We're here, we're going to talk about the preseason. We, uh, I know that Labro is raring to go already, and we're going to pass the floor to him in a minute um roundups as well if we get to that guys we are going to open up the lines tonight um I have to say from my part I know that the olibiagos fan base is reaching boiling
0: it's really bad it's really bad right now
1: it it, is reaching a boiling point uh you can feel it with everything that kind of has happened with Scarpa as well everybody uh you know everybody's been scrambling around that issue we miss the creativity uh and you can you we, we understand frustration uh in the fan base guys if you do come on live just like try and keep it civil like not too much swearing. <laughs> um like that, you know that's part of what this podcast is about as well we're here to like talk constructively um and and you know engage in dialogue with with everyone so um with that yeah the line will be open we'll drop the we'll drop the link into the chat um Labro, take it away man
0: yeah so um where do i even begin i'm gonna read some of your messages real quick uh midnight hello manos good follower always see you in the crowd nice to see you tonight midnight doesn't have a good feeling about maccabi fair enough uh Look at my eyes, If I watch any more of this preseason games, I might develop some kind of brain cancer. That happens. Kevin Miralas <laughs> doesn't see the team so good. If um, we don't make uh, to the Champions League, I want to remove Pedro Martins, says Midnight Sprite as well. And uh, finally, Lacis to start us off says Mourinho would be proud of what Martins is trying to do. No plan offensively. Only chance to score is with a steal or a counter. Wouldn't even say that. So. The preseason is now over. I wanted to hold all judgment on... Well, first off, let me say, after we lost in the Pauk game, I said Pedro Martins had to be fired. I think he lost it. He lost the dressing room. And I thought we needed to fire him after the disaster of a season we've been playing. So that's first things first. I thought we needed to fire him. I thought he needed to go then. Um, A lot of people... I said some people agreed with me. A lot of people thought, let's give him preseason, let's see what we we're gonna do. But here we are into preseason, and it's exactly what we feared. It's exactly what we feared. It is nothing has changed. The football, I think, is even worse, if it could be worse from last season. The 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 play sucks. The formations are terrible. There's no creativity. He's playing this 4-4-2 or something. Then he plays 4-3-3 with three midfielders who can't create. He plays wingers who just can't do shit. Um, The system makes no sense. The system is made for goals to come from two ways. And we've seen that in the past two friendly games. High press and you hope the other team is shit enough that they make a mistake. Like the game in Adis today, they were walking us and then One of their defenders made a stupid error. But these things happen in preseason, like stupid errors and communications in the back due to a press. In a real game, I don't know how much it's going to happen. Moving on, second way is a Cissé header from a set piece. Literally, these are the ways Olympiacos will score and go through with Maccabi Haifa. That's the only two ways. So we've reached the point now where you cannot watch Olympiacos and enjoy watching like i i have not missed an Olympiacos game in years like i watch every single game but i am re- i i don't want someone to question like am i a fan or i'm not a fan but i'm reaching a point where i cannot watch this anymore it is not football what we're watching anymore and there's no solution here with Pedro Martins. so my main point here is And I know the club's line is everyone's going to be ready July 20th, but it doesn't fucking work like that. You don't play like shit for a year and a half. And then July 20th comes, here we go. And everyone plays good. The team sucks. And you know what? The players aren't even that bad. I'm going to go on the record and say this with a new coach. I would be really excited to see what this Holy could do, but the manager is dead. Like the... If he doesn't lose with Maccabi Haifa, he may lose in the next round. It's not with Maccabi Haifa or the next team he'll lose in the next round. This football is not sustainable. And what is what is what? What is the goal here, guys? What are we going to do, guys? We're going to sit here and wait for what? For football to get better? We said this last year, guys. We said this last year. We're going to wait for it to get better. It's early and people say you complain too much. You can't. We complained too much, and then we lost with Ludo Goretz. We should have gone out with Nefji Baku last season. He's been torturing us. Like, it's terrible football. There's no solutions. There's no innovation. The players look like, some of them look heavy. Like, Tiquinho looks like he's 300 pounds out there. He can barely move. At the end of the game, he was playing him on the wing. Usainu Ba is still playing football for this club. I'm sorry, but at a certain point, you have to say, this guy needs to fuck off. He sucks. He sucks. What is the point of playing Hussein Uba? But really the main point I'm trying to hit in here is there is no hope for this to get better. Maybe, maybe the, okay, I'm going to leave. I actually, I'll leave a caveat. Let's say the club is right. And Pedro Martínez is right. He went on TV, said the same thing after tonight's game. By July 20th, everything's going to be good. And we're going to live in fantasy land and watch the best football we've ever watched. It's not how shit works, man. I. It's like they think we're idiots, unless Maccabi Haifa is really shit. I don't know a lot about Maccabi Haifa, so I cannot say, like, are they as bad as Nefci Baku was? Like, Nefci Baku was horrific last season. Horrific. And the only reason we went through was to the Europe last season was with Nefci Baku and uh, Sloviana Bratislava who sucked. What have we done? We've made signings. We've benched players. Like, what else are we going to do, Costa? We've, we've done everything he wants. We've bought players in. We've signed players. And it still sucks. Like, can anyone come here and tell us this team is progressing and there's a vision for what we're watching? If there was a vision where they're trying to play a certain way and something will come of this, okay. But the vision right now is let's not eat a goal and hope we score from a CSA header. This is not how you win. And this is not Olympiacos Football Club. And I said it from last season. He had to go. Because what's going to happen now is if Maccabi Haifa beats us, we're fucked so bad. We have Pedro Martins there with, God, shit, absolute garbage. You know what I mean? I I know this is a rant, guys. I'm really sorry for going on this. But I've been holding it in since a long time. And... There's nothing more to say unless there's a miracle, guys, like I unless here we go, we're going to Maccabi Haifa and we destroy them. And like everyone's been promising. Everything works, but this is not how the world works. It's not how football works. I don't I don't know what else to tell you guys. I've been holding it. I've been following the line of everyone else. Let's see. These are preseason friendlies. You can't see shit, but I'm sorry, guys. I can't watch this stuff anymore. It's so bad. Of course, I'm going to still watch it. Unfortunately, that's my life. I always watch Olympiacos. I'll never not watch. But it's so hard. It's so hard to watch this and think there are people in the club who have been watching this for a year and a half and have let us get to this point. Because I'm sorry. I I'm I I, I don't know what else to say. I don't know. I don't know where this is going. I don't know. Sorry guys, I that was long, but I don't know what to say. Of course, are you on mute?
1: Mic drop. Here, mic drop.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I don't know what else to say, guys. I'm sorry. Like, I don't. I hate when people are like, "Your people are whining." It's early. I understand. I understand the point of view, but it's not early. When I've been watching this for a year and a half, man. I had to watch Rafinha Holebas too. That's two years now.
1: Don't shit on Holebas. Don't no, on I'm not shitting on Holebas. It would but have been sh- way better than most of our well, great. It would have been a good backup last season. But, but I, I was
0: think. watching Bruma, Onyekuru, and bullshit. Bruma's
1: better than all the wingers that we have on our roster right now. I
0: know, but it's fucking bad, man. It's so bad. It's so bad. I I pray. You know what? Like, if maybe there's some people out there who um who follow like think July 20th's going to come and we're just going to fucking turn to Barcelona and prime Olimpiakos three years ago.
1: But But
0: that's what they're trying to sell us. They're like, you're morons. Like Pedro Martins goes out there and he's like, oh yeah, we're struggling a bit creatively, but the real problem was we lost our focus during the goals. No, the real problem is you can't score a goal, man. You can't score. To win in football, you need to at least put the goal in the net. Olimpiakos cannot do that outside of a corner. Like... And then one last thing. We bring Avia to Olympiacos. Avia is, is – I'm not – it's early. I'm not going to say it, but I don't know where they found this guy. But Andrusos, is he that much worse than this guy? I, anyway, I, I can't watch this stuff anymore. I uh, I can't – I need to – I just moved here to Brussels. I have no alcohol. Maybe that's the problem. But I, I just can't I did watch
1: bring, I did bring some sick back from, from Crete with me. So, uh, um, yeah. Lex, good man. Yeah. I will give Labro some, some, I think we need a bit of that. Uh, um, go
0: on Costa. This is like, it's been real pent up. Um, and I've been holding off judgment, but after the past four or five friendlies, I just, and, and the, the logic coming from the coach, it's not, Hey, yeah, we like, we struggle creatively. We're working on that. It's like, no like he i think he said today i i had it on behind me more we lost focus in key moments for the goals what are you talking about what are you talking about the team didn't create one chance all except a silly mistake from a defender of Aris. i i can't i can't do this I, I i don't and i can't accept the excuses anymore i just
1: I mean look you go on uh, it's your turn
0: I've talked too much go on I mean yeah it's
1: it's it's my turn we're having a discussion but um you know you've you've had that pent up for a long time and I think you you represent I I would say a majority of Olympiacos fans think that are that are worried like genuinely legitimately very like extremely anxious about not only the Maccabi games but kind of you know all right where's this thing going because I think somebody mentioned it in the chat I think Mano Mano mentioned it uh, I'm going to bring up the comment
0: he said there's a lot of comments yeah there's a lot
1: of comments coming in guys um we saw that Martins his teams can play football the first season the second season in in particular there were some criticisms in the first season that he you know he bottled it against the big teams he wasn't winning derbies. he you know got knocked out by Dynamo Kiev etc but the second season like was that a Thunderbolt was it like out of nowhere um and I'm going to raise something that we've talked about last season quite a lot and that's what is this team's identity or not this team's identity it's like what's Olympiacos's identity we want to watch attacking football like Leonardo Jardim was was sacked when we were top of the table because we weren't playing good football uh my point is has been talking about that a lot in sport 24 but he's he's trying to he's kind of hush hush about it more recently but that's because essentially we're all waiting to see what happens on, yeah. on of July in the next two games
0: right? let's wait let's wait and see like what i'm saying here is what i feel and what i've personally i think martin should have been sacked long before we reach this point because I'm scared we're going to reach the point where we're going to hit July 31st out of the Champions League and we have nothing. The coach is gone and you're just sitting there like,
1: Fuck. I mean, let me just read this comment here. So I think I've commented on this on socials as well. That the, the logic is defend well. And at some point maybe we score through set pieces and keep the score. That's it. Okay. Uh, says, says our friend River. Now, there is an issue in terms of the squad, and you've mentioned this, Labro, quite a few times before. Like The squad is bloated. Like We have 40, 50 players. I don't there's even 50, know I there's know
0: 50 players. Giannis Masurras, ve- do I need to do this? Yeah, me- we, don't, we don't need no, like, that. The,
1: the squad is bloated. And, and one of the things that... like Okay, preseason's done now, and like, now we can have like an overall picture of, of what we've seen. And yes, preseason games don't count for shit like they don't count for shit, they're for the manager and for us to kind of look at some of the players. The real judgment or the real kind of criticism, we will do it when the official games start. And that's always been my line, at least, is like, I watch the friendlies, I won't pass very strong judgment, but I will will say what I see. And what I've seen is that we've played, what is it, eight pre-season games and I don't know what the manager wants to do Or, like, I have an idea, but I don't think the manager himself is fully convinced. That worries me. Like, I saw his body language on the bench today, or his body language when he was with Marina, like, for the post-match comment. And you see a guy that's like, guys, go and look at pictures of Pedro Martins when he joined the club, like, first two years, Mm -hmm. and look at him now. I'll stop there. I don't want to, like, hone in on Martins, like, too much. Uh, But... We haven't seen, people have said it in the comments, all we've seen is an attempt to do a high press. But today you've seen like Abubakar Kamara, a player that is our most mobile, our fastest striker in the squad. And he hasn't tried him up top. He he tried that 4-4-2 that he loves so much when it was still nil-nil, bringing Hassan on like he used to do. Didn't even try it, <coughs> excuse me, bringing Camara on up front to put the pressure on and that's after he played what 20 25 minutes against Alkmaar he had brilliant like brilliant touches attempts on goal dribble attempts successful not even tried him up front today <clears throat> that's just one example and don't get me started on Andrutzos like who was not good enough for him last season now he's back in the squad because all of a sudden Andrutzos
0: knew- in the B- team. Andruzzos finished last season on the B team because he's nah, he and we heard back. he's going to he be cut. They said he, he was going to be cut alive, and he's not good enough. And now he, uh, what's the the left back, the young one? Uh, Kitos had a fantastic first half. I thought he was really good. He defended a one on one with Damari Gray, really good, and he took him off at halftime to play Andruto's at left back. I unless there was an injury there, I cannot, like, maybe you guys know better, but it's incredible, the decision-making. Kutris also is here. Is he alive? Is he well? Is he injured? I don't know, but if if Kitos is not going to play left-back, Andruchos is now going to be our backup left-back. Is that it? Is that the line, guys? Andre Gray, not Amari Gray. Sorry. Uh, I'm just, too many gray, gray names anyway. But, the main point is what the hell is going on? Also, there's so many goddamn players. What what what, what are we doing here? What are we... I mean, Some I, of the... I, I... Lazar I... Rangelovic sucks too, man. I can't take any more of this guy. Like what does he even do? There needs to be a point where you say get lo- like how do you, how do we struggle to sell so many of these players? Rangelovic Andruzzos, at some point you say to their agents, find them a club and bring us a transfer. Usainu Ba, we can't sell someone to save our lives.
1: Wait, are we wait, ever
0: going to sell Pepe? Who are we going to sell Pepe to? Who are we going to sell Semedo to? What is going on? I, You know what I mean? We have all these players who just hang around and bring us mediocrity because we can't get rid of them. So then Pedro Martins after three months is like, why don't I try them out?
1: So like, can I oh, man, the, the, it's so the... bad. So bad. Just just honing in on this comment as well, because we, we talked about this that the high press, zero creativity. Um against Alkmaar, it looked more like a mid block. It didn't it wasn't a high press. Like because we were playing like a Dutch team that can play football, it seemed to me like he was a bit more cautious to press high, even though he played those three midfielders that are known for running and yes we managed to to keep the zero at the back and 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 what I'm about to say isn't discovering America as they say in in Greece but what I do expect in the next two games against Maccabi is that you know the coach the coach has either no interest in playing good football for those two games because he knows he doesn't have the players to do it or at least the players that he wants. How can we say that? The players he wants. We have a squad of
0: 50 people. He can't uh, find 15 players he wants. I I can't. Like at some point, I see a lot of people say things like Marinakis doesn't do it. Marinakis doesn't blah, blah, blah. The transfers. At some point, man, how much money has this guy put in the club for fucking players, man? Henry Onyakuru, all of these players down the list, Kunde, And then they just get binned off and are unsellable if i was the owner and they were bringing me all these players and now i look at my i write the check at the end of the month and i look and there's 50 guys on the roster some of them making a lot of money Tiquinho, ruben Semedo, pepe lovera and you you're being you're paying these players and then people say oh you're not paying any money i'm writing the checks for all these useless players that no one that can't be sold like Let's be real here. If you're the owner of the club, if I was the owner of the club, I would tell the guy, I just bought you Zinkar Nago, Abu Bakar, Kamara, what else? Versalco, Pipa. And now you're going to tell me you don't have the players? Like,
1: he's, it's not possible, guys. It's not possible. I, I don't know. There are too many question marks, man. Like I don't know. At the end of this preseason, I don't know what our uh, what our centre back pairing is. I don't know what our midfield looks like. He he says the, the manager says in his interview that he you know Zinchenko is. Uh, is going to play at the ten. We never saw him play at the ten. Then after the Alkmaar game, he said uh, Zinchenko's not ready. I think it's not only Zinchenko that's not ready.
0: Zinchenko's um, not ready. I, I, we, what we, we Lazar have... is ready? What are we going to do, huh? I,
1: I think I think his hope was that Gary Rodriguez was going to be fit. Gary
0: Rodriguez? You can't count on Gary Rodriguez. He's made of glass, man. You touch the guy and he's broken. Like who even brought? Like Gary Rodriguez has shown flashes of things.
1: But you can't count player, on the guy. It's not reliable because he gets injured. Like you, like you said it. Like he's a he's a good player. He's probably our best out and out winger. Probably <laughs> is our best out and out winger right now. But so he's not, what he's you're not looking... fit. He's probably not going to be available for the for the Maccabi yeah. guys.
0: And so what you're looking at is Masuras, who can't get past anyone on the same side as Oleg. Who God bless his soul, he tries but doesn't know how to dribble past one player to save his life. So. You're looking at a side where there's no creation. You look at a f- midfield. If we're looking at the four-three-three, you have a midfield of no creativity with Gane, Madi, Madikamara. If that's what we're going for, and then on the right, you have two guys who've never, who probably don't even know each other's name, Philippe Zinkernagel and uh, Versalco. Maybe
1: it, it it has to be said. Like, like and you, I want to just touch on something that you you mentioned about. The management has actually the management's done everything the manager wants.
2: Yes. They've bought I, him the
1: players, they bought him the players he wants. Uh they've left players out that are on millions and millions on Yakuru's contract, uh, Fortunis' contract. Um they've done everything he wants. Like if you're
0: at a if you were at a club at most clubs, and the manager said, I'm leaving out Semedo on his massive contract, Fortunis on his massive contract, Onyakuru on the massive contract. Let's say it too. Kunde on the massive contract. Manulas is probably your third choice center back. And then I have Tequino as well as now my third or fourth choice striker who's on him 1.5 million euros as well. Um, some management would say to you, no, screw you. You're using the players we got you. Fortunis is in the squad. Semedo is in the squad. We paid all this goddamn money for him. We're paying him almost 1.5 million euros a year. Use the player. Olympiacos has allowed Pedro Martínez to literally dump these players who are now unsellable. And he still is not produced. You know what I mean? The club every month is eating a massive loss. Almost probably 10 million euros on players that are. Tra- Kenny Lala is in Athens, guys, still in Greece. Like training by himself. Like, we are still paying the salaries of these players. They don't just, like, disappear. You know what I mean? And the club is eating that cost. And and signed players for Pedro Martins. And we've reached this. And we've reached this point. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not someone to stand here and defend everything management does. And also, they got rid of Modesto, who brought us a lot of trash, which I thought was fantastic. But anyway... The point being, the management has given Pedro Martins and, and his staff so much support. So much support, more so than do you think Melisanidis of Ike would. Don't bring hey, those guys up.
1: Don't bring what I'm up. saying is, we're not talking about them. is on another level. Olympiakos is on another level. It's not even like comparison. What I'm to saying the is, Ol- oh, Olympiakos is losing almost here.
0: 10 million euros a month paying players that Pedro Martins no longer wants. Anyway. Still buying players. Like okay. I we the point is don't
1: need to rehash all of this. They've given him they've given him everything he he wants. wants. At the same time, I will say something. I will say something here. I will not be surprised at all if our midfield for example looks nothing like it does today by come September. Whether Mm. we get past Maccabi whether we get into Champions League or not like I still feel like we're very early in in it's it's July huh this is again a different kind of summer we normally don't play this early etc we're not used to it blah 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 blah. I still feel like there are a lot of changes ahead in terms of personnel player wise is MV going to stay on the squad Maybe a bid comes in for him. Maybe a bid comes in for Madi Kamara. Maybe, maybe a bid comes in for Agibu. Yeah. Uh, there, there's, a lot, there's a lot of uncertainty there, like, in the squad. So um, that that's something that I wanted to bring up. It, it, it's not easy. It's not easy to bring quality players in. Who the hell wants to come and play in Greece? Even if it's for Olympiakos. But we don't have what we used to be able to give to players that, you know, which was the, the instant Champions
0: of, League, the attraction of money, at least yeah.
1: being in the playoffs. Like we're in the playoffs, we're going to get to the group stage. We've got a yeah. long way to go. And yeah. I mean, look, the, some people in the in the comment are saying that actually we weren't too bad last season. Uh, I'm not sure I agree, guys. Like last season was
0: was really bad.
1: Last season last was hard. Last season was hard. Like I think we we the we season saw...
0: before it wasn't even good. Like, can we be real? Can we be real? No, like, we, uh, we
1: we we slogged it we slogged it out last season as we we say in English and by that I mean we got results in some games Yeah. Like in yeah. Europe like there's a question from uh from a friend here or other comment from from an, an Israeli friend following yeah. Maccabi towards I have a feeling you're a bit harsh with your team by the way uh <laughs> I've
0: watched every single olympiakos game for like th- however long I
1: uh i think so, so sorry there is somebody that's trying to connect Gosta. uh if you're listening mate uh, you need to connect your mic or a camera before before we can add you to a stream so you need yeah. to find some some headphones a microphone or something if you want to join in um we're not able to to let you in right now but going back to this point it it's a very hard job for for the club to put together a team early and I, I'm hearing also some people saying the team should have been ready at the beginning of pre-season again I think if you if you look at what the manager asked for which was a right back at the beginning of pre-season he got avia um okay Vasalko's in 10 days 10 or 12 days before the the Maccabi game uh came in he went out to Austria he got some of those pieces like for improvements but we haven't seen Zinknagou in his position like, it, again, it just seems like he wants to go to the, the Maccabi game and put out a team that that makes us compact and gives us the opportunity to either, you know, score on a break. You know, maybe there'll be finally some moves, or Maccabi will give us some space that we can try and exploit on the counter. Uh, or a set piece, and that's why he's probably been very insistent with Cisse. Why we haven't seen Manolas? Because Cisse is our top goal scorer, guys. During preseason, scored two goals. Two goals during preseason. Top goal scorer during preseason. Anywho, Labro, do you want to try and like put together what what we think Pedro Martins might line up with?
0: Yeah, uh, I think and. Uh... Interesting thing you touched at is I think we need to pay attention to Jan Envia. I I think there's some some I think he's fantastic. I still think he was one of the best players on the pitch today, but I think what we're seeing out of Pedro Martins is there is some showing that there's some doubt in whether Jan Envia is the guy at six these days. I I just don't know if that's right.
1: He's the only one that can spray the ball forward yeah otherwise it's it's parallel and uh, okay wrapping this up again like the Alkmaar game Agibu at the 10. how many how many offensive transitions how many counterattacks how many times did we steal the ball and the ball got to him and then you know it was a bad pass or something it's just like
2: yeah.
1: use, Aguibu, him, use, use him left where, I, use him yeah. where he's best like we've seen him at the beginning of preseason. try him at the eight and then all of a sudden he he's unsure of himself again and he starts playing him at the 10 and he starts like receding back into last season basically it's like if you're going to play him at the eight then play him at the eight but we've got too many eights but whose fault is that like we've got too many players all of a sudden at the eight and we don't know which one's going to play is it going to be Madi? is it going to be Kunde looks to be way down the pecking order
0: and he was well, quite good well, tonight actually... i thought for a few minutes i took a shower at the end of the game i'm not going to lie it's no, really hot he, here he, he... i needed a second shower after watching that game but, yeah, but
1: it's uh
0: but it's he's never going to play kunde is one who's gone no, i I
1: don't, I don't think he's going to i don't think he'll feature yeah, i don't think so either I... but we'll, but let, 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 let's try and Let's, try Let's put, put the together.
0: team, the, the team, I'm 99% sure of this will be Vachlik, Sime Versalko. I'm not sure how ready he is, at least like 60 minutes maybe. Um, And then Sokratis, Cissé, Oleg Reabchuk, the midfield is Marika Mara. What, what
1: was your defensive pairing?
0: Sokratis with Cissé, I think for sure. I don't think there's any other choice. Um. And then at the six, I don't know what he's going to do with Mamadou Kane or Jan Envia. I I don't know. I really don't know.
1: Like, honestly, like, looking at today's game, some of the balls, like, he played down the wing, like, through balls to Radzilovic, or generally just the penetration of the passes. So, if he's not seeing that... I, I don't know. Like, it's a no brainer for me that Envila starts yeah. the game. Against he has to, and also,
0: you have these two other midfielders who can run right next to him. Why do you need another six yeah. who's going to run but doesn't have the best long
1: ball or pass? You know what I mean? So it's funny, like, the way the team shapes up, you would think that you'd kind of have Envila in a holding role. And yeah. then somebody that kind of goes up and down, like next to him, and then somebody a little bit further up, or even like a diamond or a triangle, yeah. sir.
0: What what I thought when we were playing Alkmaar is the best game of last season for me was Fenerbahce away when we played yeah. in that four one four one system. Yeah, and it feels at moments he's trying to create that, but sometimes there's a moment where it goes almost four four two when we're playing higher up the field and Mari Kamara or Agibu Kamara go up there and play as a second presser but it's almost like 4141 that's kind of his idea like oh that worked so well i just don't know if that's sustainable you know so we'll see this is uh,
1: lucky for me that's unfair man yeah definitely... in, in 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 a sense that you you might be wanting to compare guillermo and villa but i think that's an unfair comparison like for me they're nothing not really alike Both i have good, think, good, I, think yeah. I think Envila's passing ability is better than than guillermo but guillermo was more mobile yeah like he could move up and down the pitch and you know he he had his head up all the time too don't get me wrong like like Envila. but I think I think the pieces in midfield are generally Just confused. Exactly. Not yeah. not really complementing each other very well. It's like we've seen the manager playing Mvila and Bukalakis together a lot. They're both quite heavy. Like and Madi and Madikamara had a poor season last season. If Madi Kamara is the real Madi Kamara this season, if he stays, however long he stays, like that's a big deal for us. That's a big deal for us, like going into any game. If he yeah. shows up. But then when he plays with Agibu, you would think, you know, they both play in the, you know, they're both Guinea and their mates, etc. I honestly can't really remember a game where those two like turned it on.
0: Van Fener. Fener. Oh, well. like, that, that, that's, that, that's the it. that's kind of what he's trying. Like, I, I still think like maybe there's something there where he's trying to go back to that game or that system. I don't know. I but also. I just don't see it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Uh, okay, before we before we go back. But to so the... yeah,
0: you don't know the six, and so other than that, you have Masuras for sure. El Arabi, I think, has to start. And I think we could see a surprise here, and he may play Abu Bakar Kamara, or, or maybe it's just Synchronical. Maybe I don't need to say it, but I feel like there's always a bit of surprises in these things. I. Maybe he tries to put Abu Bakr, Kamara, or I don't
1: well, know. Maybe even
0: tries to play with Hassan, or something. I don't know. On
1: the I, wing, I, or up front.
0: I, I have no idea, man. I literally have reached a point where I have no idea what what the he, plan is. He, you know, he has to, I, he
1: has to play a lot be up front. He's just of course he point. does, it's but like I think he may play.
0: But he's gonna play. He may do something where he plays Abu Bakar Kamara on the on a wing, and it turns to four four two. At moments, four one four one. At moments. I don't, I don't, I literally, I have no, what does it say about the preseason that I have no idea? I, maybe Hassan played decent tonight. He's going to be like, oh shit, I need to play Hassan. Like maybe he does that. I don't know. He's played Hassan or El Arabi on the wing. Or you remember that? We played in Panathinaikos and Leoforos years ago. Does anyone remember that? Two years ago, maybe. And El Arabi played something like on the wing. Uh, uh, I I don't know. We'll see.
1: <laughs> Do you want to spice things up? <laughs> no, Before Semedo I...
0: I don't give a shit. Like I don't care if he's the best player of the club. Someone like this, just it's be best if he's not gonna be around. You know, I, that's my opinion. I don't care what he is. I, I don't care.
1: Semedo is, um, he's a danger to himself, man. That's the only thing I well, one of the only things I can say. Probably Bektigar, like, as a player, probably the best centre back we have on the roster, but he's not he's not on the roster. Like he's not. Forget about him, man. Forget about him and just hope that we can flog him, like sell him somewhere.
0: Could Pepe be one of the best midfielders in the squad?
1: I think so. I was thinking yeah, that during the I game. Guess. But generally I've just been thinking, like, how have we not been able to why didn't you give
0: him give him a try, man? He just came back from a massive season.
1: We thought he was gonna get sold or something, and now inexplicable. That one's like, inexplicable to me. Guys, but but again, just again like again, uh... it goes back to the characteristics. You look at Mvila, you look at Pepe, you look at Buchalakius, what do they all have in common? They're all tall, kind of not very fast, like you know. The problem
0: with I I will say this, and I'm not one of those people who shits on Bukalakis because I know there's a lot of people who do that.
1: Uh, I I
0: think he's different. I I don't think he's all there as a player anymore. I think like I if I don't I think he he may be in trouble. I think I see a decline. I don't think he's working working out very well. But that's just me.
1: Um, somebody in the chat was asking whether the stadium yeah. in... Uh, and Andy in spoke Haifa with me,
0: before. remember that one episode, if you guys watched a few weeks back, we spoke a bit about Maccabi Haifa together. Yeah. He came on super nice.
1: So for those that are listening back to this, whether it's on audio or on video, um, Adi says usually in July, the stadium isn't full. Also the fans love the league more than Europe, but maybe because it's against Olympiacos. So there will be around 25,000 people in the stands and about 550 Olympiacos fans we got at least 500 550 tickets as well on our end we do have um we do have a friend of ours that's ready to ready to join before we let him on guys um if you do like what you've been hearing or if you like us in general like don't forget to hit that like button on uh on your screens it really helps us keep growing uh, getting this episode out to more Olympiacos fans um we're trying to connect Olympiacos fans from all over the world thank you so much for for all your support hit the like button hit subscribe it doesn't cost you anything um and with that i'm gonna bring on our friend vidas Hi, how are you doing, man? Long time. Good, Always man. a pleasure.
2: Yeah, it's just, uh, it's boiling here in London. Where are you? I- I'm in Brentford.
1: You're in Brentford. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Vitas has joined with a wife beater on. For those that <laughs> I looking, uh, looking well, yeah, just came from outside,
2: I didn't have a chance to. Uh...
0: I was I was thinking of wearing a tank top as well this evening, but I was like, the, the... "I've got my scarf. I've got a I...
1: scarf running around." Of course, I can tell you. Degrees. Like I like, in one of these. am up in the attic. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm in, in the, the attic, attic apartment too. Really
0: too. Oh my god, it's hot. I'm I'm dying. I may go for another shower then,
1: before Vitas, I want to ask you a question do you think we're
2: being harsh
0: like because like maybe we are we live in an ecosystem we message each other we talk blah 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 so
2: are are you guys talking about the game that just happened because um, generally generally today i don't know like because like like i said it's today's kind of an
1: opportunity to round up on like pre-season and kind of
2: yeah give
1: our thoughts ahead of like what's a massive game next week and you know the two games that are coming up and and I said it. I don't know if you were you were listening right at the beginning. I said it at the beginning. Like, there's generally, I would say, um, definitely a feeling that Olimpia fans are, you know, reaching that kind of boiling point. If some, some have already like simmered over, um, but yeah, I'm, there.
2: <laughs> I'm 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 right there. Uh, I, 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 I missed do. the beginning of your show because I, I just came from out, but um, I, I I watched the game with Aris and um, just more of the same. Uh, very disappointed. Uh looks like Martins has given up a bit. like um, He's sort of on autopilot. Um, I think we addressed sort of the full-back positions that, that were a problem uh, with the transfers, but not the 10, which we still miss. And I can't believe Fortunis has just been abandoned in a way because he's just such a good backup to have. And um, we're willing to go a bit further for El Arabi. But for his contract, I'm not sure if it was Martin's or he, I I, I, I read that um, he, he wanted the same pay as he was on before and they said, you've been injured and you've been away so you can't have the same wages or whatever it was. But that gap should have been bridged. Um, even today, I would have liked to have seen Fortuna's play a turn, but I I guess he's just gone. So yeah, I I, I don't know what to say. I, I think we're, we're, we're missing a big creative spark. Um, Valbuena's just getting older. And um agaboo has just gone off a cliff, uh, form-wise. He's just not the same player he was in the beginning. Uh, and it looks like it's going to be hard, you know. Uh, I'm not looking forward to the game coming up um, against Maccabi. Um, pretty depressing. I was hoping Scarpa would come. And um, yeah. uh, I, I don't like the structure of the deal that we have to wait until uh, uh, December or January to get in, because a lot can happen. In their version of the Champions League, it's very rough. I watch a lot of Brazilian football. Uh, he can get injured quite easily, especially if he's half going in because he's got one eye on Olympiakos. Doesn't help that we got some lunatic uh, Brazilian journalists throwing Nottingham Forest in the mix, mm-hmm. which uh, I'm not sure I believe. Uh,
0: it's not. It's not true. Uh, that's not true. We no. we, we kind of took the risk, guy. Uh, I, I don't, we we haven't talked about Scarpa real quick, but on our social, we, this was such a confusing transfer because we saw the news out of Brazil. Um, so I guess a lot of people have been asking questions about this. So Costa, maybe we can discuss kind of what we did. So we saw the story break from Brazil saying, Gustavo Scarpa is signing for Nottingham Forest. And if you guys don't remember, a few weeks back, we talked to Paul Taylor from The Athletic and he said, I haven't heard anything about Scarpa to Nottingham Forest. That's strange. Well anyway, so when we saw the story broke, we were a bit confused. So we called people, friends, people who know things, and they basically told us it's not happening. He's never going to step foot in Nottingham Forests. He's signing for Olympiacos. And basically that's what we know. So we did a few hours of research. We made sure that was the right call. Um, and that's what we know. Um I know some journalists in Greece are playing coy about the role of Nottingham Forest. And honestly, what all we know about Nottingham Forest is they don't, they're not expecting the player. They know nothing about the player.
2: Yeah. And I think it's just a clickbait so, story. I, I, yeah. I think um, maybe... That, that's that's maybe what we know. With Nottingham Forest and someone in Brazil saw that or someone connected yeah. the dots. But I don't think there's any truth to it. I'm just unhappy that it's taking so, you know, that I, I don't know if... Olympiakos sent a delegation there,
0: but yeah, the, they um, did, they did, they did. They uh, sent a guy over to basically do the the signing from what I think I we don't know. This is from the newspapers in Greece. They they sent a team over to do the signing, but um,
2: yeah, but she's a hard woman to deal with, uh, the uh, president of um, Palmeiras, and oh. um, it's a shame that she's willing to lose a player like that um free but no you know,
0: yeah. but she's not giving him up like for we want him now and they're like screw yeah. that we're
2: keeping yeah, so, yeah. They're, they're very hard to deal with that uh yeah as, as I know but uh yeah it's it, it, it's it's just a depressing thing at the moment because I, I don't see where our creativity is going to come from for most of the season I don't know about you guys but um it just I just see
1: I, I just want to clear something up because you mentioned Fortunis some people mentioning Fortunis in the chat as well I'll say this once and I won't say it again the Fortunis issue is about attitude that's why he's not in the squad and for those of you that are listening now live or whether you listen to it after I'll say it now I won't say it again he should have been gone last season is something that I heard as well I won't say where I heard it from but you heard me say it should have been gone last season is what I was told like it's about attitude and I said it on the on the pod that I did uh when the news came out the glass broke after the bout game before the arsenal game and it it never mended since then and his behavior didn't improve so this isn't all on martins yeah uh, you, you heard me I'm not defending him it's not no, all on him Oh, okay. but, but you don't have the creative player, and I'm probably coming yeah. to your point, Vita. Sorry. So I, I see, like we've we've, we've gone and, and signed. We're bringing in Scarpa. So yeah, we're bringing in Scarpa in December, pre-contract, etc. Um, but who's who's going to play that now? And I, I, who's going to play that number ten role? And if we sign a ten, then why did
2: we sign Scarpa? Yeah.
1: It, 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 it's, well, it a bit, of a, it's, it's a bit of a head scratcher.
2: Yeah, I, I'm not sure Scarper is a natural. I, I, I think he's, he's just a very good box to box midfielder from what I've seen. And I, I'm not sure he's a pure 10. And and I, I read today that, is it Zinka Nagel? I can't.
0: Yeah, Zinka Nagel, yeah.
2: Know, I don't know how to say that name properly, yet. But yeah. But I heard he, he can play as a 10. Um, but, but I don't know. It's kind of like when we put Patsasoglu in the midfield and, uh, you, you know, it, it could work. Uh, but I think he's great a player, yeah. great yeah. player, by the way. Great yeah. player, by the way. Got a shirt with his name. But um, I, I, I don't know. It just seems like it's a band aid thing again. Like I think we've addressed the um, fullback positions a little this season, which I'm happy about. But just the creative spark. I don't know about you guys, but it, it's just going to grind, isn't it? I, I, I don't know.
1: I, I we, we, said it before, mate. Like, I don't know. I don't know where it's going to come from. Like. Uh... Honestly, like I mentioned this in the chat that we have amongst ourselves earlier today, one of the ways that I can see us getting past Maccabi is like a one-nil win, but like, over two legs yeah. from like a set piece or something.
0: But also, I think maybe the pressure is a lot, and the Kariskaki in the second leg, and we open them up. To be honest, um, like I I don't want to disrespect Maccabi Haifa as well, but um, maybe. I, I don't know the level of, I don't follow Israeli football. So I don't know the level of players they have. Obviously, we respect them very much. We've been knocked out quite a few times by Israeli teams. But um, you would just hope some of the pure quality would come out El Arabi, Versalco. And there's moments of magic that carry us through this tie and it gives us a bit more time to figure it out. That's um, that's the hope, right? That's, yeah. that's the hope.
2: Yeah. So, so we're going to pray um but yeah it, it, well it just depends on them to me if they're really organized because they are these israeli teams right if they're super organized then it's gonna you know but if they're a bit off balance i think we, we can you know we, we can take them easy but if they're really prepared because they often are because they, they they live for these summer qualification games it seems to me i've seen so many greek teams knocked out over the years um but by this sort of situation uh but yeah i i it's, it's a tough time. It's a tough time, you, you know, to to be an Olympiakos fan in a way, because um, I, I, you know, we, we kind of as fans, I think we live for the entertainment a lot of the games, you know, and, and yeah. the passion and the attacking. I know I do. Oh, you, yeah. you know, I, I love seeing attacking football. And when and people ask about Olympiakos, you know, what type of ice? We just attack, and and it's great, you know. And other teams like Pan, I don't know what Panathinaikos do, like, you know, and uh, just, all different. But our, our form is to attack to win the game, score as many goals as possible. And then when you see us sort of grinding out a one-nil with luck or, or a one-one, or it, it just doesn't feel like the, the Olympiacos I know anymore, you know? So, I don't know. I think Martins is kind of a bit, I don't know, passenger now? I, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think, but he doesn't seem like – I mean, he, he doesn't look uh, passionate often anyway, right, in those, post, uh, those post-game interviews. Uh, I don't know. I don't I think, know
1: what he uh, – uh, that that's what I think is one of the main frustrations as well is that uh, the identity, the philosophy, it's what we expect, but we're just not seeing it. But we're not we're not seeing it. But uh, it's, it's very anxious, mate. Very anxious. Like I mean, obviously we're all going to watch the games next week, but I think my my only like slither of hope is that we could get past these two games. Yeah, optimistic scenario. We get past these two games, like some signings are made but even if signings are made I I, let me be clear I don't think any signing is going to be made before the Maccabi game or before those games are over but then if like you know even if somebody's announced like right after I think there's a week I think there's a week to go afterwards when until we play the next qualifier so there's no time to bring in somebody and bed them in
2: uh even the players we're looking at like that um Giovanni uh Cabral uh yeah yeah the uh Lizard as they say, uh, he's, he's very inconsistent. I, I, I'm a member of a Benfica forum, and I, I just rinsed them out for information on all the players that, that we're interested in in Portugal. And they said, just very inconsistent. He can change a game and then do nothing for three games or four games. I just thought oh, it's just the type of winger we've been looking at the last few years. You know, he, he's, he's going to come and run a bit and then get some signing to Turkey, uh, you know, the following season.
0: Well, we're competing with Turkish teams if you want to. Uh... If you want to read the press, that's what they say. And supposedly we lost out on the French younger kid. What was his name? Costa? Do you know it? Embuke? No, no, yeah, We lost out on him because he didn't want to come to Greece, or there was uh, the finances weren't right. Um, so he looked yeah, quite so decent. He looked decent, but yeah. maybe a bit too good to be true. You know, one the, of those.
1: The, the, there's another rumor that I read today about Tsigankov. Apparently, we've offered dynamo Kiev of 7 million euro for a player that's valued at 25 million uh, i don't I know how
0: real this stuff is man i I think,
1: I think another club bid 12 i think seville bid 12 million the other week and it was rejected he's the one so,
0: who came to us and destroyed us that one year was it martin's yeah. first year yeah yeah, yeah. the redhead
1: yeah, the, the the right winger that plays inside on the left foot yeah yeah so
2: yeah i, I mean we, we obviously keep the faith and um we we enjoy the games and hope for the best, but um, it's it's. I, I was hoping for a bit more this uh, transfer season. I was hoping for a bit more. Uh, seeing the friendlies as well. Um, mm. It's like when uh, we saw that other goal coming from Aris, and I knew we weren't going to equalise. Um, you,
1: and- you know, you know, Vitas. Like, I may have like alluded to this earlier, but. I honestly believe that there is um that they're giving it a good crack like in in the um, in HQ to bring mm. players. I just I think, think
0: they're really trying. Like yeah. I really from what we've seen other summers where we waited until August to make the sign-ins. Mm. They're really trying. Like I of course I right, believe like, it. I, I believe, I believe it, it as well. It. I, like, I I do believe that they're legit
1: trying it. to bring good players. It's just very very difficult. It's very difficult. Yeah.
2: Well, I I think the nice thing is we're bringing the season forward, as, as you said. Like even the EPO yeah. Matt, now that we have Marinakis there, um <laughs> the part of the Super League, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah. Uh, we're we're bringing the summer forward in a way because we, we you know all, all the Greek teams were just languishing at this time of year. Now there is. Or preparation and, and we are as you said we are making signings uh ahead of time but um mm. again it just goes to that attacking flair that i want you know and i expect and i don't know i, I mean maybe i'm being pessimistic yeah uh, maybe
0: uh maybe we and, need and to sign a...
2: blow away yeah. maccabi right just power yeah. through them you know with our stronger players
0: there trolling. also is that possibility like that's why you just don't know but if the friendlies are a signal of anything you just Again, I think other than tonight's mistake, we scored one other goal from open play in all of the friendlies. So you're just like, maybe Cissé like bangs in a hat trick of corners, you know, <laughs> and we're just like on our way to to qualification. But He's you know, a great
2: player, Cissé. I, I'm a massive yeah. fan
0: of that guy. I, uh, I'm glad I didn't remember know. back in the good old days, I used to joke with Peter that he was Oli best striker. I remember he scored a goal against Panathinaikos at the end of the game, and it was like, well, from so yeah, he's, he's
2: probably he's up there, right? I mean, he's, he's amazing.
0: Good. He's he plays exactly. left back, he plays striker, he does anything. He
2: has passion, right? And yeah,
1: he could, of course, yeah. he could legit score ten goals a season. I mean, he had six last season. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I,
2: I, I like him. I I think that's the kind of play, you can, you know talking about attitude earlier, Costa, right? He, he he's he's got the right attitude, that guy. I, I mean, on the pitch, he leaves it all there. And, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, he's he's. Um, sometimes he's too he tries to do the flamboyant stuff as a defender and just like leave it out just just,
2: Mm.
1: you know can't calm down a bit he gets a bit carried away sometimes and he tries to do too much and no i mean he's been he's been phenomenal for six years been a fantastic servant Mm. for the club and i i do wish him like all the best and you know he deserves a move i think more than anyone on 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 the roster and probably the we've said this before again on 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 the show Probably the one. If anyone's going to bring in a good bid, it's probably going to be him, like this season.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm glad he didn't go anywhere. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy he's still here.
0: Yeah, but uh, where would we be? Does anyone really trust the Socrates back line taking us to the
2: Champions League? You well, know? Can we put that out there? Because I don't. Um, yeah. Anyone? Because yeah. you know, there's like what what we guys think, and then there's like the press, right? And and yeah. the, the press often has like an agenda and a narrative i was never sold when, when when we got um socrates anyway and i know he's got sabuka and he's passionate and you know he's 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 a very famous player but i wasn't i wasn't sold manalas coming back um i don't know uh bar has like regressed uh,
0: really bad finished. really bad it's finished it's i don't know why they're even playing him like I mean, he's, he's
2: one guy i was happy to see them you <laughs> No, he would, but
0: it, it's another example where it's just like, what are we doing here with this guy Ba? You know, like, does anyone think we could, literally, when Ba plays, I'm surprised when he's not sent off. We've reached that point, like in in actual competitive games. So
2: he's a pure liability.
0: Can anyone trust him in an important game? No. So then, what is he doing here? He's just like, he's happy as fourth choice centre back as well. I, I'm like.
2: He, he was red I, hot for a while. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, he it. said
0: he was going to the Premier League yeah, and blah he, blah, blah he was
2: good at one point. He, he was he was he was consistent and stuff. I think his yeah. head, he lost his head some point. And uh, yeah,
0: no, you can tell it's an attitude issue. He is a mental thing.
1: Well, his his a his a. Uh, here's a north with a proper midfield plan. I trust Manolas so and really So there are people out there, So yeah, yeah m- m- maybe they are.
0: Uh, maybe yeah.
1: Mate, if if Manolas manages to get back to a level like that we know he can and he can stay fit, then yes. Yeah. But like, you have moments. Manolas yeah. playing you'd have Manolas playing Cissé's role. Like Man scored important goals for us. Yeah. Okay, that was that was that was some years ago, but like he can get yeah, up. He for it.
2: Forward, right. Like, he's, he's, yeah. he's
1: he's he's powerful, he's strong, he's yeah. got some pace. And you can yeah. have Socrates kind of sweeping up. And for God's sake, I mean the guys are Kubari and like they and they've played together before, so
0: they can play together. They can play together both, for sure. They're
1: both question marks, though, in terms of fitness. They're exactly, you can't trust That's on them to be, be your yeah,
0: yeah. like and you can't.
1: Yeah, you uh, can't trust.
2: They yeah. are a bit leaky. Like in, in you know, I, I watch a lot of Greek, um, probably because I'm a masochist. I, I, I used to watch a hell of a lot of Greek national team games. I even travelled to watch uh, Greece against South Korea when I was younger. In uh, Fulham, which was highly, oh, I wasn't at that game. You were at that game as well, yeah. yeah. It was full of like South Korean girls, like screaming the whole whole time. And uh, <laughs> and, and our, our players, I think we said cuts are out, right? it just couldn't be bothered. But I'm, I'm I going, I remember long... the score. Was it a draw? Like, no, they, 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 they beat us. Really? Um, yeah, it was depressing. But like on, on that whole thing about our national team, I remember Socrates and uh, Manalas, long time they were paired and and they were leaky. I goals went in, and I'm not, you know, the, the whole thing the national team, you know, players selected on who they know agents, it's, it's, a, it's a joke. But there were goals being conceded constantly with those two, and I don't think they've ever fully, I don't know. Yeah, it's, as
0: as a pair, I don't know if their styles work perfectly. Mesh, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah.
2: But, yeah. You, you know, I mean, you, you put a good um, defensive midfielder in front, You know, someone not like Bukalakis, um, you you know, that that gives them confidence. You you know, we don't really have a good DM. I mean, I like Envilla, but, you know, people just seem to run through at the two centre backs too often. Um, I I don't don't know. I I think we can concede easy. That's what I don't like. I think people can get at us, you know. And before, we were like so solid back there.
0: We'll, we'll just have to see, you know, we'll just have to see. Um, I, I, I don't know, I, but but they're not going to be the pairing. That's that's also a big problem with this three we have, and maybe it's over by the summer because um, Cissé is gone, but whoever is left out is going to feel a bit hard done by, right? If you're Cissé, you just had an amazing season. So what was, you all voted him in our award show, um, which was delivered to the players today. At Reddy, so hopefully, um, we see some pictures of them with their awards. Um, like Socrates was voted by you guys, Greek player of the season. Um, and I know Cisse was one of our top vote getters for best player of the season. He didn't win the award, but most improved, like, too. most, most was improved. He was
2: up there in both
1: categories, yeah, in
0: both categories. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I think we just remain positive, right? And um, I'm not gonna let it get me down. I've got too much on my plate, so I'm gonna I'm gonna remain really positive. Yeah,
0: no, we'll we'll, we'll be fine. I we just have to point out the the negative, and um, but like hope again, like the club has been saying, Pedro Martinez has been saying. As much as I've just gone off on it, what matters is next week. Like, let's see what they produce next week um it's going to be a difficult environment there's going to be over twenty thousand fans it's going to be very hot there let's see what they can do you know it's going to be kind of okay show us what shows what you got you know
2: so let's yeah see. i mean i, I hope, hope we just bulldoze them i hope we just outpower yeah, them well, and, you hope me and you know stands right in the middle and just gets ahead header i you know I, I i hope but often it doesn't work out like that you know as, as we know the, these summer qualifiers are really dangerous um For for, for all Greek teams, to be fair, Um, you know it's taken a long time for the Greeks to get used to that culture of summer qualifiers and fully understand the importance of them. And I think Olympiakos is way ahead on that score anyway. But um, yeah, it could go. It could be anything. We could we could wipe the floor with them. We could let them in. Um, Yeah. So
0: you just don't know. You don't know really. So until you see the team, basically, it's the same thing with. Even when we were very good at these things, when um, Martin's second year, when we went on that magical run with Victoria Plizan, remember the first game? Do you guys remember? It was like a terrible draw. We looked really bad against Plizan. And then we came back to the Kariskaki, and we just... Amazing, amazing performance. Costa, I think you were at that game too, right? With Victoria Plizan. Yeah, you remember? But the first game was terrible we were like oh shit it's gonna be a bad season
1: no but it was one of those games where you're like all right hold it and take it back home
0: yeah so because... i think that may be the mentality going to israel as well
2: so so keep keep it tight keep 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 it neat yeah. everyone holds their position uh um...
1: oh yeah no I, I mean again in in my mind what he's gonna do in Israel, he's gonna go, he's gonna keep it tight, compact, probably gonna play that midfield. I think the only question mark is Kane or Envila. I think he'll start Envila. And I think Kane might come on as a sub. I do see that like is the type of player in pre-season that he's a little bit heavy at the beginning, like from like from the you know, two trainings a day. Guys, I don't know if any of you've ever done like a proper pre-season, like two trainings a day. And played games like after a training session in the morning, but it's fucking difficult. Like, I'm sorry, like, because I've done it, like, I've played semi pro. It is fucking difficult, like, doing that. Well, so, I mean,
2: yeah. burnout, the, that the,
1: the thing that the Greek journalists say, like, and all of this, like, it's true, man. Like you need, yeah. you need to like get, go through the gears. You do need to go through the gears, and I, I think that like the heavier type players like El Arabi, Envila, um, they're ones that need a bit more time. And I think I can see, I can see Mvila starting that game, Kane coming on in the seventieth minute or something. Uh, similarly, El Arabi starting up front and uh, and Kamara coming on for a cameo
2: and the dm with uh is going to be the other dm next to Envila.
1: I, I think, think. it's. Been, I, uh, I think he'll go with agibu and Madi, like he did in in the um, in the friendly the other day so i think the only change from the alkmaar game will be mvila to start okay. and then he'll probably go with again zinkanagul on the wing with masuras but what i didn't yeah. understand as well was that masuras He's always been good, like a little better on the left. Like when he starts on the left, yeah, he, 100%. you know, he runs into the far post, mm. or like you know, mm-hmm. he makes the diagonal runs when he plays out on the right. And that's what he did in the last game against Alkmaar that I didn't understand. Like Zinkenagel plays better on the right, and Masoudas plays better on the left, mm. yet he played them the other way around. That confused me.
2: Maybe, maybe it was just a test but I, maybe I think, you're right. I, it's it's, it's right though it's uh he's he always plays better on that side um he, he's quite one-dimensional um I saw this but I I really like him I've, I've always like apologized for him when he's had bad games because I say he does pop up with goals and yeah he's
0: he, got a goal we need goals we need fucking goals so he scores goals and he can- B scores goals
2: yeah and um but I haven't seen too much of the so I, I I don't know what he can bring, but he's a uh, good player, man. The, 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 he... the fans of his previous club were quite sad they didn't sign him. So you know,
1: so like have a have a listen to the interview that that the guys did with um, with Paul Taylor, the athletic journalist for Nottingham Forest. It's really good uh, interview, um, mainly around Zinchenko, and a little bit about like Nottingham Forest and connection, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. One of the things he told us was that, like, very very good player like has some consistency issues Like right? and for the, the the question of course was like okay if he's so good like why didn't forest sign him like two million or whatever we bought him why didn't they sign him so mm-hmm. an issue of consistency and can he really make that
2: step up to the premier league but like well honestly I like to think we just took him <laughs> because you no, know it wasn't down to them I like that I don't know but,
1: yeah, but he's a, a Watford player let's not forget but um mm-hmm. some I did speak to some friends, um, some friends in Norway. I <laughs> work for a Norwegian company. Come from Buddeglimt, yeah. It was fantastic for them. But in his like the season before he left, and generally people in England that, that we spoke to as well, they say this is a player that can get us ten goals, ten assists easily. Uh, those are the numbers that we should be expecting from him, in Olly if he beds into his position.
2: Yeah, we know. Um, we got that other guy from uh, Genk that, that 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 we're currently looking at. Did you read about that today?
0: Oh yes, uh, Donda.
2: Yeah, uh, he he's he's got very good
1: stats. That's hard. That's hard. That's a hard one. Gonna have to pass.
2: He, he, he he looks pretty hot. I swear, I don't know. He he looks pretty pretty good. You can yeah. You, yeah you, he you, he, you, he looks yeah. like hot shit. I uh, um, um, I mean um. Yeah. You, you know, but yeah. Uh, I, you know, it's it's it is hard to sign players, so yeah, it it is difficult, and um, we've had worse summers, so I I, I think but,
0: yeah, I as negative as this was, um, and I was to start, um, again, we just need to goddamn hope this turns out next week, um, and hope for the best, and also. One other thing, if shit goes bad in Israel, um, we lose 1-0, we lose 2-1, we draw 1-1, and we play like shit. Like, we need a strong environment that the players are going to come through. Like, we really don't need people whistling the players and booing and stuff like that if it start, you know, we we really, like, this is really important that we at least get through here. Um, because we almost – we get real close. We secure European football for the season one, which is important, but we almost secure Europa League football. It's only one stage from there. So as I, fans, we need to – like, if – I know we have a lot of Greek listeners who will be at the stadium probably in two weeks. Like, let's support them. Let's – like, let's get on the team. Like, if I were going to the stadium, like, I would be – I wouldn't whistle. I wouldn't boo anything. Like, I'll say what I say here because I don't think they'll listen to what I say here. But, um, you know, like, we need a we need a positive environment for these guys. Like, because obviously, like, come on, guys. Like, do you think these guys think they're playing good football right now? Like, they're not idiots. Like, Jan Via has been in very good teams. Yusev Alarabi's played in magical Olympiacos teams, right? Simé um, <laughs> Versalco probably walked in and was like, oh, shit, wow, this isn't. This isn't one I thought, you know. <laughs> so, um,
1: let's see. Let's see. I know I something. Did, did you watch the Alkemar game, Vitas? Uh,
2: no, no, I didn't.
1: I, I talked to you about this, Labro. I don't know if anybody else that's watching, listening, noticed it as well. Sim of in that game, the amount of times that I saw him, like, just like t- talking to his teammates or even like shouting at them and like pointing like where where they should be or you know why didn't you go for that ball like why didn't you make this run Which, I, I, I found it very interesting
2: mm-hmm. found
1: it very interesting and, and of course like i mean the guy's a like, world-class player um but but for injuries i mean this is like one of the best signings i think we've made ever in a wing back position if this guy can keep fit guys and, and Ari mentioned it in his deep dive and here's another plug go and watch Ari's deep dive on Sima Vasalco. it's fucking fantastic like perfect go and watch if you do something after this before going to bed or if you don't want to go to bed go and watch Ari's deep dive Ari's done so many deep dives guys on the players that we've signed the Vasalco one is really really good these are max 20 minute long like with data, stats, like really analysis. Like, well done, Ari. Shout yeah. out to you. Uh, go and check out that deep dive. Fantastic player. Like, and I, I love the attitude. Like, we need a player like that. Mm. We mm. need a player on the team yeah. like that that can guide teammates, that just brings attitude and, like, kind it's of that Roy Keane mentality. Yeah. That, that Roy Keane thing on the pitch is like, well, I really love to be afraid of them, but like, I want to, I want to play with this guy yeah I to play with this guy on the field
2: it's, it's really encouraging when you have really chatty players but but they, but they have the experience to back it up you know
1: yeah you noticed it as well Like there were a couple of times where he was like playing a, a pass into masuras and masuras was in the wrong position or he went the wrong way and you saw the reaction and it was like yeah. that's money that's money that's like a real yeah, player yeah. there you know
2: yeah, I, I think as well we should point out that because I, I always you know because it was so long that the away go- goal counted right, but the, the away goal now
0: yeah anymore. doesn't count. Yeah, so
2: it's no longer a lot of teams sitting back away from home because every goal counts. You, you know that scored at the time, so um, we we might actually go toe to toe with them a bit more than have two defensive midfielders, like I said earlier. Um, We we might actually try, you know, it'd be interesting. But also, I
0: think the home team has more of an incentive to go all out because if they concede, it's not as bad as if they. There's kind of the idea: well, we're at home first, we need to score a few goals because shit, we're at we're away second leg, so we need to just go for it. So maybe they come out like all guns blazing, Mm. and you know, they realize, oh shit, if we don't win here, we're screwed. So we need to do it here put a few past them. I don't know. Um we're actually talking on I think it will be Sunday we're speaking with a Maccabi Haifa podcast um I, the name is is a bit strange. It's like green shouting was it dogs or something? Course I don't remember exactly the name. They rec- um, I
1: know I know that Gostalianos recorded with them today. So yep. that will be out soon guys for those interested. But we'll also be doing our own preview as well on here with them. Uh, Barks with them. and
0: Green. Thank you. Barks in green. I knew it was something like barking or dog related. So uh, yeah, uh, it was a bit confusing as we know with names. I'm not good, but so we'll be talking to them on Sunday to get the lowdown on Maccabi Haifa to kind of realize, uh, you know, what what's going on.
1: Oh wow, this is interesting. Breaking news apparently. Uh, Adi's just agreed with ex Arsenal and Roma players. Shut Jirinha. up. There's How no is way. that guy? how old is that <laughs> he's been around the block there's no, he's no he's way just,
2: wait, uh, he must be what th- someone use google <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm looking it now i'm looking it up now
1: how
0: this you just, uh, spell gerbino in greek it's Mike.
2: 35.
1: it's 35.
0: that's a perfect sign in for them
1: from turkey from trabs and Sport. i mean yeah they're making some decent signings I mean for, for Greek football like having Jovino I, I haven't seen him play for a while I haven't seen his stats like I don't know like big name though but you know Sydney was a big name as well for some of one of our another one of our rivals and that didn't go too well anyway yeah. I'm
2: I
0: mean, still trying to figure out how they're going to spell Gervinho in Greek um I always uh, wonder those things TZ yeah.
2: yeah. Zavini
0: uh, yeah, something I mean, like that huh? it's going be, be a butchery uh, <laughs> be like I don't know you
2: know <laughs> in um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I hope that Maccabi come out because you know you see those games where like in the first leg like, the home team you expect them to come out as you said Landlos and uh, they just don't and they just sit back and they're like what are you going to do about it I, I, it happens a lot as well I hope that they actually come out and leave some gaps and, and we can actually exploit that. Um, I hate those games where both teams just sit back, even though one team should be attacking, because the next team, like the next game, they're going to have it very tough. And I've seen a lot of qualifiers where you expect the home team to go for it, and they just don't. They just like there's no urgency, you know. So I hope they do come out a bit at us, and we can, you know, exploit that.
1: Um, I mean, we do we do have a we do have a friend from Israel watching watching the show. Um, from what I remember like like knowing that the manager of their team is the same manager that they had when they what was it when hapoel Bersheva knocked us out, I remember his team being very very tight, very fast on the counter
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and that's how they that's how they beat us. We couldn't break them down. I remember we had to play i think like t- Troy Dominguez and Fortuny is like against Bersheva back then um what was it Victor was the manager he basically threw on every creative player that we had and we still couldn't break them down yeah. and then they you know they scored on counter and I ex- I kind of and, and actually there you go uh, Adi Adi is saying yeah correct so <laughs> um I mentioned that a few weeks ago on when we were previewing after the um after the draw came out it's going to be one of those games mate I, I I don't expect them to really come at us full force. And to be honest with you, mate, like I mean, I'm not a professional football manager, but if I'm looking at Olympiacos and looking at the tape of the preseason games and the tape from last season, then I'm thinking let them come. Let them come onto us and then, you know, don't yeah. don't open up because I think Olympiacos can cause trouble if we find space. But if we play against a team that plays compact and they play Very on the break. Hard to them down, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah. To them down? yeah I, I think they might do that, actually. That's why I mentioned it. I think they might sit back a bit and see what we got and um, try and play on the break. I, I don't know, but you, you guys are really hyping me up for it now. So I'm actually, see.
0: We're going to even I'm do a bigger preview. I'm actually positivity
2: now after speaking to you guys. Nah, it's,
0: it's always exciting. And I'll probably, maybe uh, I'll watch the game with Costa. Maybe. I don't know. We did a watch long for one game. I don't know if we want to do that again. I don't know.
2: I just gotta get a decent stream this time because oh, I mean, yeah. there's been some terrible uh pre streams out there um yeah. anyway that's a whole nother thing but uh yeah i, I bet i better watch it properly uh, yeah
1: La- La- Labro and i are gonna try and do a watch along
0: i don't like the watch alongs because then i have to be like more civilized i can't swear at my tv like because children could be watching i have to be i don't know
1: No, we we always click not appropriate for kids yeah,
0: ah, we can, true when you, you watch when
1: we when we post these yeah. when we post these videos but anyway.
2: you put a little red X on the on the corner of saying,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Jesus yeah.
0: okay well i I guess we're reaching an hour and a half close to that, so I guess we'll wrap up. So many of you have stayed in here and listened to us. Who would have thought on a Monday night after a preseason game everyone would be like, fired up, let's go like
1: uh, some shit. Somebody yeah. also mentioned that Dagi Tukalai is doing a show right now on uh, on YouTube as well. The crossing and, uh, wires, maybe. Yeah. It's like, why did you guys do it then? You should have scheduled it better. It's like, okay, guys, like with all due respect, like we're not planning our schedules according to what. Yeah, it's guys doing like <laughs> with,
0: <laughs> yeah, with, no, with I...
1: all due respect, yeah.
0: Guys, I,
2: I'll tell you something really funny. I was, I was in Brazil last year. I was trapped there because of COVID, and I was watching the Olympics game. I can't remember who, who we were playing someone in, in, we're obviously playing in Europe, and um, I was in a hotel room in Brazil, and Olympiacos scored, and I screamed so loud. I just went, ah, oh, like so loud. Which game? Which game was I, it? I can't remember, but it was late. We scored late, and uh, we, we ended up winning the game. With uh, about you? Yeah. I mean, The thing was, could have been with Fener, yeah. 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 And I screamed so loud that after I was like, oh, wow, that really hurt. And then, and then I actually developed a throat infection. How pathetic is that? Oh, <laughs> my
0: God. That's yeah. amazing. What a I, what story is. that
2: is. I was kind of ashamed that now you said it's amazing. It sounds pretty good. But I, I thought oh that's the most pathetic way to get throat. An throat eff- like, And then I saw, you know, the next I was like, oh, sore. And then I actually got red. And then I oh actually got, God. like, a throat infection from that screen. I screamed so loud. And my okay. wife came in and said, shut up. What are you doing? And I was like, I didn't care. I just screamed. But the next you... day, sore and then throat infection.
1: Do you, know, do you know do you know what your illness was <laughs> I, <do>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I had
2: my Olympiacos beach towel you uh, even turned red you yeah. even turned red mate yeah, yeah. um uh, came room.
0: with his beach shorts as well tucked up all the way up to I don't even tucked up all the way uh up and he well, was walking along the beach I don't
2: there, know there's the shop in uh in brazil called Centuro, which is the sports shop there they have like I, I don't know it's a different name in every country but it's the one that's got the running track going through it you know the one that's the sports shop has got like a running it's got the trainers on the left and then mm-hmm. some it's it's all over the world it's in France, it. and they were selling at um olympiaco stops um wow. like, like a few years ago yeah this is mm-hmm. like uh six years ago so they obviously Agreed, and they had some. I think uh, it was Fenabache shirts, and they had Olympiakos. Mm. They just had them there, and Brazilians just bought them because anything Europeans cool. And I was seeing all these like Olympiakos shirts on the metro and stuff. And I don't think like these guys knew who Olympiakos was. So I'd immediately go, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I'd talk to them in Portuguese and explain about the club. And I was just converting as many people as I could. Like That's um, brilliant, That's fantastic, yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. And I've done that with a lot of neutrals in London as well. So I know it's yeah, the Turks are very. It. Because what they do is everyone, every English guy who has a Turkish friend, the Turkish friend buys them a Galatasaray top or something. Goes hey, yes, hey. I've know, seen this free?
0: phenomenon. Yeah.
2: But so with my close friends, only like two or three, I I went to the Red Store, got the discounted shirts, and I <laughs> saw them. next. I was like, "Hey, guys, real short. yeah, real one." Didn't tell them it was you know from last season. It was like fifteen years whatever. <laughs> and and I, I did the same. And then I met one Turkish guy who had been giving everyone a Galatasaray top in a pub, and I was like. Um, <laughs> He goes, you're the one giving me. I go, yeah, because you started it, man. You're giving everyone Galatasaray tops. You're trying to convert them. I'm converting them <laughs> to Limpi And they come to the Greek islands more than they come to Istanbul. So it makes sense. You know, they're taking prayers. And it's uh, just a lot. So two can play that game. You, you That's
0: know, fantastic. are
2: converting fans here. I, You know, I can always go to the olympiakos Red store. And the discounted shirts. You know, I can just get, like, six of those bad boys in large. Yeah. And nothing you know and so yeah it's, it's war out there you know yeah. you, you've got to keep yeah. growing the fan base yeah <laughs> there's, there's costa Papa Dimitriou
1: chiming in vitas is the most greek yeah. the most fanatic greek fan of olibiago's
0: you could uh what's it called you could get uh, i i don't want to make you could get the Fortuny's jerseys for five euros. Okay, I'm not... Uh, it's low blow. I didn't say... I, that, was, I that, that, that was too far. Right? That is low, man. <laughs> That was too low. It just came to right. my mind. I'm sorry. I ruined a beautiful moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's typical <difficult> of me.
1: <laughs> but that's, yeah. a, that's a beautiful story, and that's um, yeah. part of what this is all about as well. Yeah, Everyone being like Olympiakos fans abroad... Born abroad, like you know, or whatever, like mm-hmm. lived abroad, being an ambassador for the club, um, and and converting converting people like pizza. Yeah,
2: you, you, you have to convert the neutrals uh, because yeah, yeah. a lot of people who, who like football and they're aware of them, Olympi- but they never met an Olympiacos fan or anything. They've seen the name, especially in Brazil. So so I just give them all the, the stuff and I bring them with, me. and they want to tell me about their club. So it's like reciprocal, you know. You got to listen. Yeah. I'm kind of like an Atletico fan now in Brazil because uh, it's my wife's team in Brazil but she's got far more Olympiakos tops than Atletico tops. Like she, she's Olympiakos all the way. Um, yeah. But, you know, a lot of time you have to get back and go, oh, tell me a bit about Atletico. Uh, you yeah. know, but then you force the Olympiakos stuff on them, you know. Uh, that's so true. Uh, cool. Wow, that's I, a good take.
1: But I, I, you know, I, I go to Greece every summer, like my entire life. I'm 35, 36 years old. Every summer in Greece. I had the pleasure of having friends over every year and generally growing up in London, like, I used to bring mates over to watch derbies like back in the day like the derbies were fantastic like against a really good Ayek team or like really good band and sides you know with top players and uh whenever I always say to my friends like you need to go and watch an Olibiagos game like a proper Olibiagos game is something you need to see, like before you die, type thing. One of those things, like you need yeah. to, you need to go to Kadiscaki, like on a, on a big game, just like to experience the atmosphere. And I'm happy to say that I have, like, you know, whenever my mates have come over, right, they've been friendlies or like even qualifier games. Like, okay, you need to come and see this. It's like a qualifier against Partizan and it's only like twenty thousand fans there. But just the things that you see and like the noise, and they're yeah. just like yeah. just sick. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I even go to the friendlies, man, that, that don't have any, you know, the summer of friends like you. I'm I'm yeah. I'm born in London and every year since a kid, since a baby, Greece. And um so first time I took my wife to Greece, we got off the plane and there was a friendly, I think, against Andelect. Could be wrong, don't correct, but it was a friendly, I think against new Yeah, so I, I got off the plane <laughs> and I got up around like four, and then she goes, Where are we going? Parthenon, Acropolis, like the beach, I'm like, we're going to Olympiacos. Right? And uh, she goes, oh, actually, coffee here in like, Coca-Cola cups. This is amazing. They should do this in Brazil. And they got beer. And i like, yeah, whatever. Sat down, had my pasta tembos, watched the thing. She was converted there and then. And um, I've done that with a lot of friends as well. I just take them straight there. And even if it's not a big game, I just want to get them used to the culture. You know? but I feel yeah. like an older that, actually. You know, now I hear myself ranting. But I feel like it's my job to convert people to Olympia. Isn't that crazy?
0: Yeah, well, it's kind of our side job as well as what we're kind yeah. of doing a bit on a massive scale.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah the... more more love from costa Baba Dimitriu. I love this night. It's the most great lives is now. Go Gate Seven International. Come on, thriller, get the victory. At Haifa. Yeah. I need to answer this question. Uh, I have, I did really? go to the old a couple of times yeah I think I've seen uh Mozil. I think it was a European qualifier uh Kakla, Kaklamanos was playing up front I think we won 5-1 or something Niniadis was playing um Sabanadjovic some of these players I mean some of the younger ones you never heard of these players before but but this guy here yeah man I, I vaguely remember it but I I did I did have the honor of going to the old stadium before they before they um demolished it and built the new one mm. but, but yeah mate, mm. like again, get the, the, the same guys commenting about 60 70 000 fans in the, Oaka, Olympics, yeah. in the Olympic Stadium I guess like
0: God could you imagine I sometimes I would like if we make the Champions League and we go in a group with Barcelona or I don't know could you imagine a full Oaka for like a night you know it would just be kind of priceless i know it would never happen blah 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 but some of those videos are amazing of the full oaka like i think back of the stelios yanakoplo school against porto in like that full Owaka stadium and like looked like the thing was about to crumble like it was incredible i i don't know i i've
1: i've told you this story many times before i don't think i've shared it on the podcast but Olibiago's real madrid like 3-3 in 99 Giovanni and Zachovic's first official game I think it was or at least in Europe definitely you like every time we scored a goal you just felt like it was an earthquake and then the third goal like Zachovic made it 3-2 you just thought okay the stadium's gonna fall like this is gonna collapse it was just like pandemonium no words no words can describe that feeling and they, they they allowed flares back then They weren't like bands or like the threats yeah. that you have today and it was just
2: and the stadiums actually do move like I don't know if there's anyone watching who hasn't been to a game like that um but like when you're at a game like that the stadium actually does rock it does actually move <laughs> beneath your feet like uh, I'm sure everyone who's watching is that's right yeah. like, but yeah.
0: also I I would say like a <sighs> Derby full Kaiskaki like is some of the most amazing environment to like ever be to. I, the energy in the air, like smoke. There's a little bit of smoke from a flare here too, and just like the feeling is immense. Like I, I'm really worried about this post-COVID period that we've lost something in fan culture and stadiums because I don't think we've seen a full karisaki in a long time like it hasn't happened post-covid from the opening in the stadium and like i know if they've done 85 percent or not but it's just not the same like you when you see a seat that's open you just like you know the atmosphere when there's not even a single seat open where like everyone is shoulder to shoulder like this like we miss that so i really hope people come back to the stadium
2: i think if we get some good scores you know like some four ones yeah and some three ones I, yeah I,
0: maybe I, it we we get a big win in israel and people come to the stadium they'll, they'll start,
2: I uh, yeah i, I think a lot of teams have actually not played that well after covid as well
0: yeah. and i think that's part of
2: it like um
0: a lot of people yeah the, the stadiums i uh i saw some interviews and people were talking about it, like how do we get people back in the stadiums post covid i think it's a problem that a lot of people have like people are just used to watching games on tv now it's like okay come on guys like we need to come back so We'll see. Yeah, yeah. and uh, this is a good comment. Magic of these games is what made us all fall in love with Olympiacos. Exactly. Definitely so I, I just wanna, I just wanna see those environments again. I just wanna see, um, I just wanna experience it too. I miss it. I don't know, like, I I went to the game with Atalanta. I went to the game in Frankfurt, but it's like when you're in the Kariska within a full stadium, like with people, like uh yeah yeah exactly i don't know hopefully this season hopefully this season i catch a few derbies i don't know maybe i get vacations as well soon maybe i'll go for a qualifier actually um, I we'll, see. <laughs> we'll see about the qualifiers i'm gonna i'm gonna judge
1: uh mcgave Haifa first and then we'll see let's see let's hope hope also you know everything goes well with qualifiers and whatever happens maybe there's a game in London there's a game in Brussels there's a game in Amsterdam or somewhere in Holland or somewhere in Belgium somewhere close to us um I might be in Greece in September for for a wedding and then that's on a Saturday and hopefully there's a Skaki game on Sunday and I can stay one day longer
2: um, Costa I have to ask you were, were you with yeah. uh gate seven London uh,
1: no no I um I moved out to Belgium like when I was when I was 21 so okay. um, You're about my
2: age and uh, I used to be with gate 7 London and we used to go and uh, we used to get a lot of red star fans coming with us to all the, all uh, the games mate. in London um uh, <laughs> we, we based in a Serbian hotel for a while in Holland Park and um called, called the Ravna or something and uh so we had like we always had like a boost to our numbers because all the red star fans used to come with us wherever we went even for That's friendlies funny. against like West Ham uh Champions League games with uh Chelsea and stuff we had like a lot of red star fans and yeah. we would reciprocate again we would go to that if ever they you know they weren't yeah. obviously playing that much in London right but yeah. we, we would go to their games as well and it it, it was uh it was great uh those into, those you know, that, fans, yeah. those that's why I really fell in love you know because it was all people who were working in London or being educated in London but it was like we brought a bit of Piraeus <laughs> to London you know it was uh it Very was great. Crazy. But for great. sure I've been
1: to I've been to a lot of games in London man the two uh the 3-2 game I was at Arsenal uh I was at, I was at Chelsea that sucked <laughs> but that was a bloody good Chelsea team uh by I the way I think it
2: was like the Chelsea game as well we we, uh, we we were behind the goal yeah um yeah, yeah. And we had that that chant gay gay all of you are gay (laughs) it's so so primitive but it's just like uh, that was ridiculous yeah um there were some good times yeah geez yeah we always always
1: have a good time mate we always have a good time i mean since, since since we're sharing stories i'll share another one man united uh four nil the game we lost where Zelias got sent off just before half time yeah, and we true. lost that game we lost that game four nil and I remember after every goal the United fans would sing you're not singing anymore and then we just keep going like we we, we you know <laughs> you know and all of this and I remember after the fourth goal like you know you had like it three four thousand three and a half thousand only fans just going going mental uh and and you just like literally it was there like 85th 87th minute and you just saw Old Trafford just get up like everyone stood up and they were they were clapping us they were clapping the oliviagos fans it was
2: unreal unreal. unreal. I remember the commentary because I was watching that on ITV I think they had it at the time I can't remember I think it was ITV had that game and uh, when when you guys were singing throughout the first half and when it all went south, second half badly, um, the commentator was going, uh, they're still singing. It's almost demented and stuff. And he was like trying to like have a little dig at us. <laughs> and then at the end, when everyone stood and applauded and everything like that, he goes, you, you've got to give it to them. They 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 love their team. And, you know, I think. Really? Was, yeah, I think it was like a cultural thing like right, that they hadn't seen before you know probably you
1: you see it in the fan videos now like when the Tottenham guys came over uh Tottenham fan TV came over to gala Skaki for the 2-2 game Like, if you if you guys go and watch the vlog that they did they're just like this like can't believe it you know but yeah that was sick like I I mean I've never heard that nobody's ever shared that with me so that's um
2: yeah, he, he had a dig in the beginning. He, he, he was like, "It's almost demented," you know, when the other when the second goal went in or something, because it, it was still like going crazy, right? Actually, crazy on the stands. And then at the end, he, he just said, "Well, fair play to them," you know. <laughs> he just understood what it was about, you know.
1: And there you go. There's another person that apparently was
2: there.
1: Yeah. Uh, De dear this guy, this guy's been loyal follower of the podcast as well. We've um, all been yards
2: from each other in these in these games. I mean, we haven't do you know <laughs> How yeah. man's <laughs> <I'm at> that? <laughs> We've all trodden the same paths all over Perez mm-hmm. yeah. all over these stadiums around. Did 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 you go to the uh, West Ham uh, friendly? I um, did.
1: I yeah, did. I was there. Yeah, Marlon Harewood was playing up front, and he was battling against Anadolakis Was it was it Anatolakis playing centre back, back? I can't there? remember.
2: But they had nasty fans. God, like yeah, uh, yeah they, West, they, West Ham's a bit rough. Yeah, they were low. Like uh, I remember. Do you remember the train station after? Yeah
1: uh i can't remember how i left mate i
2: think i think oh, we right. took the train like yeah, yeah. I, I mean that stadium looked look, look like a piece of lego right it had that crappy castle thing and um it, it looked really and the area was really like
1: <laughs> oh cool. shit. yeah of course because they're their old stadium yeah i can't yeah. remember like, what was it called the stadium? bowling
0: was it the bowling yeah. ground no, uh, no what was it
1: uh
2: um, upton park
1: upton, upton park upton, yeah, yeah. upton park yeah i was gonna say
2: any West Ham fans out there i don't want to make that that place was a hole i mean i'm just i'm just gonna put that out there that you know that place yeah um Christ. well man yeah. i, I gotta do some work at some point yeah so.
0: yeah oh, I'm yeah like, on I'm that
2: level um, <laughs> yeah we should probably go
0: to bed too it's almost midnight go to...
2: it was great speaking with you guys yeah it was great speaking and Thanks. ending Bye, on man. a
0: high note Um, we're going to have another episode before the, uh, so, uh, guys on that note, we've just gone through everything. Uh, you know, from the team's performance, how we're playing to reliving some old memories, the stadium, is it going to be, are we going to see old stadium environment again someday? Hopefully, um, Yeah, everything. I guess we did everything tonight. Um, It's good we ended on a high note. Um, Maybe it was good to get it all out at the beginning and get upset, but I think we're all behind the team, though, still. um, We may not be happy with the coach. We may not be happy with the performance, but we're all behind the team. We're going to push to try and get them over the line in the stadium, but also on social media. If if you guys send the players messages on social media, try to be a bit supportive. You know, like I think a lot of them do read that shit, surprisingly. So just like send them some words of encouragement. Don't tell them their shit before they need to win this big game. So anyway, guys. Yeah. Um, I think that's it Kosa. you got anything else to add. Yeah, no,
1: just at the end like again guys like if you haven't done so already hit that like button really yeah, does help. Yeah. Doesn't cost you anything. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. <laughs> Don't miss future content. Um we'll be back again soon. I think the next one will probably be a preview <coughs> preview for the um uh, for the Maccabi game. We're Gate 7 International by the fans for the fans. See you next time guys.
0: Cadê a
1: mágica? O que